0: We begin with an article from the New York Times that the oil industry has turned to mergers and acquisitions to survive. With the price of a barrel of oil stuck around $40 and no recovery in sight, companies are combining to cut costs and ride out the pandemic. What does that mean for you, the compliance practitioner? Well, obviously you're going to have less resources now, but you're still going to need to do pre-acquisition due diligence. What if the oil and gas leases in the United States are bought via Obtained via bribery and corruption, well, you bought yourself a big legal problem overseas. Has the company you're buying violated the FCPA? You sure better know uh, or have an idea through your pre-acquisition due diligence if you want to take advantage of the FCPA safe harbor. So simply because the um, economy's down, costs are being cut, does not mean you can slack off on your compliance. Next up from the Wall Street Journal, a former Iranian CEO whose name I can't even begin to pronounce was sentenced for sanctions violations. The former chief of Payment 24 pled guilty in June to conspiring to defraud the United States, and he was sentenced to 23 months in jail for operating a company that helped pro- the prosecutor said helped Iranians circumvent U.S. sanctions. The gentleman ran an Internet-based finance services with roughly 40 employees. His primary business was to help Iranian citizens buy block goods, and get them to Iran. Uh, next up from the Washington Post on our lead article today is that uh, the world's chocolate companies depend on cocoa produced with the aid of more than 1 million West African child laborers, according to a new report sponsored by the Labor Department. The finding represents a remarkable failure by leading chocolate companies to fulfill a long-standing promise to eradicate the practice of child labor from their supply chains. Um, the companies have repeatedly said they will do better, but according to the U.S. Department of Labor, no such luck. So who's in your supply chain? Are they underaged? And what are they doing for you? That's something that uh, you better get a handle on, because the uh, although I don't think people are going to quit eating chocolate, the reputational damage for those who uh, stick around and continue to use child laborers will be greater and greater. And finally, we end with really an op-ed piece from uh, the Houston Chronicle business columnist Chris Tomlinson, and he takes a look at racism in the United States. He writes on racism quite a bit, but it's not really in the in the political sense, or uh, you know, about the current election. It is that racism costs this company trillions of dollars, and that. If we move to greater diversity then um, and inclusion, we would uh, literally pump money into the economy. I mean, African Americans and Hispanics make up 12% of the U.S. population, but only own 2% of small businesses. And think about uh, the small businesses that could literally erupt uh, if they were given a fair chance. Uh, obviously, they're not going to be given a fair chance under the Trump administration, but under any other administration, if they... Economic racism was removed, and they had a chance. And the same is in the hiring process. We could literally unleash an untapped talent pool inside the U.S. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.